Happiness will chase after me. Trinity and Neo too will stop those bullets with these. I'll be in the matrix. Just know it's not a dream. Mama, I did it! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome. Welcome back. To uh, this. Uh, <laughs> this. Welcome is, back uh, to this. To this. Uh, this is a movie art discussion podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Sam Bannigan. And I am the other, Andrew Thomas. And thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, this is our this is our last episode of the year. Oh wait, twenty twenty one, baby. Twenty twenty one. What a wild time. We still oh, have to do the bonus episode. Oh, yeah, geez. we do. I was going to talk to you about that when we were done. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks so much for tuning in. It's been a crazy year. Our next episode next week is going to be tips and tops. Our whole big, our year year end extravaganza. Break. Um, wear your best when you listen. Do whatever yeah. you need to do. Run, clean, do whatever you need to do. Work, but wear your best. Wear your best. Yeah, yeah. If you're not wearing a, a like you know business outfit like a suit and tie or a yeah. nice dress or something. I don't know. I don't know if you're allowed to listen to Tips and Tops. Exactly. Definitely, you're definitely allowed to listen. Everyone's allowed to listen to Tips and Tops. No, black tie event. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you before we get into... You have to take a picture of yourself before you listen so we check. <laughs> <laughs> you have to check. Nope, nope. Sweatpants? Get out of here. Get out of here. Tennis shoes? No. Have you we're, ever been kicked out of a place for wearing tennis shoes? No. I don't go. I no. I don't go near those places. I'm poor. You don't go near those places. Yeah. I went. I once went to a show, and uh, they were like, "You have to wear nice shoes. You have to wear nice shoes." And I wore nice shoes, but I saw the person behind me. I wasn't with them. They had tennis shoes, and they were told to leave. And I was Wild. like, "What type of?" Yeah. yeah. Some classes bullshit. Don't even. Get me, so started. get me started. Uh, <laughs> um, but this week, before we get into the Matrix, uh, we're how are you, Andrew? How's your week been? Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holiday season, and a happy New Year. Since this is the last one of the year, Happy New yeah. Year to everyone yep. out there. New year. Um, it's been fun. I literally, I literally left a plague. Like it felt like I was like on the last ch- uh, like helicopter in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. It was like I landed, flights got canceled because crews caught the uh, Omicron virus yeah. or variants, I should say. Um, yeah, it was. It's wild. But being in Texas, they're like Corona. What? <laughs> Open mouth, kiss me, please. Howdy, y'all. Oh. Um, Yikes. Stay safe. Yeah, no. Say again. 
Stay safe out there. Oh, I'll, I I do. I wear I mask up in movie theaters, and I'm the only one who does. Oh boy. <laughs> um, no, it's funny. I went to go see Spider Man with uh with a friend Bailey. If you're listening, you're not. But um, <laughs> we were wearing masks. We were seeing Spider Man. It was a pretty full show. We were the yeah. only ones there. People gave us dirty looks. Um, and at one point. The movie was over. He went to the bathroom and I was waiting out there and people were giving me dirty looks. But then a guy left out of the bathroom and then Bailey left immediately after. And he had like a furrow brow. And I was like, what's up? What's happening? And he was like, this guy didn't wash his hands. And I was like, this guy didn't wash his hands. And we were walking right behind them. They didn't hear us. It was him and his girlfriend. He was like, this guy's not washing his hands. And I was like, what is this, 2019? Wash your hands, bro. And he was holding a water bottle by the tap, by the top. Oh, no. And, and we were like, is she going to drink from that water bottle? I was like, she is probably going to drink from that water bottle. So if you were a guy who didn't wash your hands at the AMC Grapevine Mills Mall, I want you to know you're getting called out on, on a podcast. <laughs> on national podcasts. On national podcasts that gets 40 listens, if we're lucky. <laughs> yeah. All our 40 um, listeners. Well, no, you're Sorry. a trash man. <laughs> yeah, I just ate, so my, I, my throat's feeling weird. Yeah, it happens. That happens when yeah, you eat. Being human. Yeah. But yeah, I'm doing well. How is your holiday week? Uh, it's been chill. Uh, my last couple shifts at, at the Citadel got canceled because mm. someone in like admin got COVID. Has literally like no contact with anybody in patron services or bartending or anything or anything. But they were just like, we're just going to cancel all the shows. So all our tip money was kind of garbage um, for the last. Nah, that's awful. Thing. Yeah. Uh, we still got paid for our shifts, but okay, that's good. Yeah, but there was four more shows, and it was the last four shows right before Christmas, so tips would have been very good. And so we missed out on like a couple hundred bucks each, um, which is just shitty, you know. Omicron really coming in, really coming really in, coming and in. Ruining the true Grinch. And, yeah, ruining everything. Um. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been pretty chill, hanging out. It's really fucking cold here. Mm, um, I can tell <laughs> when you bust out a turtleneck. Sam when I bust a out turtleneck a turtleneck on, sweater, you know it's cold. It's, it's cold. either you have a turtleneck and it's really cold, or you don't have a shirt on and it's really hot. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the way you know how how bad. Yeah, it's negative thirty right now. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's negative 30? Yeah, it's negative 30. It's supposed to be negative 40 tomorrow, so. Which means it's just negative 40 around the world. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm so happy when I saw you. It was not that cold. I'm not. I thought it would be funny. I mean, for the world, of course. Yeah, no, 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 no. I thought it would be funny to see you in negative 40. Oh, it would have been. <laughs> Not that I want to torture my friend, but I do want you to experience it. So you know. So yeah. I know when you were a little kid and you were like, oh, is this the world? Oh, no. This, yeah. It's just cold all the did time? I ever tell you, did I ever tell you about the time that I that I 
uh, almost froze to death. No, geez, Louise. Yeah, I was a kid. I I was like in grade six, I think, and I I had to take the like public like city bus home, like mm-hmm. to to school and home. Um, and I was like waiting for the bus, and it was like fucking freezing like it was like negative 35 or something i was like as bundled up as i could but i was like a little six like i was in sixth grade like i was a little exactly kid. you're still a little baby yeah and the bus comes and it's packed full and that and i can't get on the bus and so they just drive past me and i'm just standing there like i don't know Really? Did he flip you off yeah. too? <laughs> no, but it would have been funny. Um, so I was like this little, you know, like twelve-year-old kid in like negative thirty-five, um, and I was like just out there waiting for the bus, and it was, and that that one came, and then no other bus came for like a long time, and my mom like called me, like I had like a little cell phone, mm-hmm. but it like barely worked because it was like. You know, phones aren't designed to work in negative 40 degree yes. weather, especially when when we were like 12 years. I had like a little flip phone. Like it wasn't yeah, like no, like good. a razor. No, it wasn't even. It was like a shitty like Nokia thing. I think. <laughs> um, and she was like, where are you? And I was like, I'm at the bus stop. <laughs> the bus drove past me. I'm waiting for the next one. She was I'm like, so how cold. long has it been? And I was like, I don't know, like 45 minutes since that bus. And she was like, Sam. And I was like, I don't know. The bus normally comes. Was there not like a 7-Eleven or like a, like something near a bar even? Like, I know you're 12. Nothing, but... nothing that I could wait inside and like still be able to see when a bus was coming. Oh, yeah. So I could get out in time. Because they aren't just stopping at every stop. If they don't see someone standing there, they're not going to stop for you. Um, And so my mom, like, called my grandma, I think. Uh-huh. And got her to, like, pick me up. Because she was, like, closer. So it was faster for my grandma to drive and pick me up. Um, So she picked me up at this bus stop. And I got home. My mom had, like, a, a warm bath waiting for me. And, like, a cup of hot chocolate. And I was like frozen, like I was like frozen solid, like I was like, oh god, yeah. You could have died. That's the I could have died. Could have died. I'm sure I have some of those details wrong. My mom will listen to the episode and correct me, but and go no, this, this, this. Ugh. I know a bus. I know a bus was so full that it drove past me. That's that's what's the funny part. I imagine yeah. little, the Charlie Brown music. <laughs> hey 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 they're not slowing they're slowing down well i'm a child and it's negative 30 degrees so of course they're gonna stop even if it's like hey kid it's packed but you're small you can fit you're small no. you can squeeze in no. this is 10 years before covid <laughs> you know covid what oh you'll find out oh you'll see <laughs> what's up It'll ruin all your tip. Tip money. Don't you worry. Yeah. Don't you um, worry. T- what's tip money? Don't worry about it. It's an awful okay. thing. It's a horrible thing that should be illegal, but until then. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. The Matrix. Almost freezing to death. The Matrix. That's a segue. <laughs> yeah. Resurrections. Well, that's the thing. Your mom, she put you in a hot bath and she yeah. resurrected you. Yes. 
just like Jesus during Christmas, you know? Yeah. Right? Right. Exactly. Um, I don't know. The Matrix Resurrections. Andrew, you can tell Lana, me anything about Jesus and I'll probably believe it. And I'll probably believe it. Um, <laughs> Lana? No, it's not Lily. Lana Wachowski's yes. The Matrix Resurrections 2021. Yes. We watched it. We saw yes. it. Sam. Yes. What, Do you, we really want me to go first? In that's this? the thing. You heard the pause. You heard the pause. I think you should. I think maybe no. You, you should, should go, go first. first. Okay. The amount of times I've gone first. That's fair. <laughs> um, this movie is so fucking good. Holy shit! This movie is amazing. I can't believe that it exists. Sometimes I think about like the first 30, 40 minutes of this movie, and I'm like, did Warner Brothers see the right movie? Did they? They let this happen. Okay, cool. Go go for it. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Um it kicks so much ass. It's so fucking good. And uh if you don't like it, you're a transphobe. So <laughs> sucks to well, be Andrew, I guess. Well, I guess <laughs> what did you say about West Side Story? <laughs> I guess I, I can accept transphobia sometimes. <laughs> you can accept transphobia sometimes? Um, uh, no. It's, <laughs> or excuse this movie. This is so good. This movie is so good. It's so wild. And I loved every second of it. Um, including the, the unexpected post credit scene. Yeah. That was fun. Um, yeah, I love this movie. It, it fucked up my whole my whole tips and tops list. Got also, I want to talk up. to you about that after the show. So much, Yay. so much post show talk. Ooh. There's so much post show talk. Oh, it's almost like we're friends and we enjoy <laughs> talking to each other and, <laughs> and discussing art together. Well, crazy. We should crazy. start a podcast. We should start a uh, podcast <laughs> until you uh, hear the next thing that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, this movie fucking kicks so much. Ass. This movie's so good. Uh, everyone should go see this movie. And Andrew didn't like it, so here's Andrew with the with the latest. I that's not true. I did like it. It's not that I didn't like it. It's I was extremely disappointed. It's fine. It's I liked it fine. There's aspects that I adore. I don't know. There hasn't been a good Matrix sequel. What did I expect? It's I feel like Arrested Development. I what feel did like, you... I'll ask later. I feel like Arrested Development. I'm like, oh, a Matrix sequel! Oh! Well, they're all kind of messy and choppy and kind of nonsensical and contradictory and it's fine. Matrix was lightning in a bottle. Um, there are, there's aspects of this movie that I love. Um, but overall, I thought it was a mess. A complete mess. Um, as I said in my letterbox review for The Matrix Reloaded, and I will stand by it, real artists fail. Real artists fail. So hey, I'm glad. Big swings only. And this was a big swing. I'm glad it exists. I'm so happy it exists. But... I was not a fan. No. 
I can't fucking, I can't believe it. I'm sorry. I'm can't sorry. Believe can't believe it. After last week? I know. I, it's the worst. It's quite in every aspect. In every aspect of Andrew Thomas's life, at least. It's the worst timeline. It's the worst yeah. possible thing to happen. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it is. It's kind of mind-blowing. Like, I walked out of the Matrix and I was like, Andrew's going to love this. Andrew's going to take this movie. Andrew's going to change his mind about Spider-Man. It's going to change everything. This movie's going to change everything. And Andrew went, no. Spider-Man's better. Which is categorically wrong. Um, I looked on my, on my butt earlier today and I saw a Mickey Mouse tattoo. He was yeah. flipping me off, and I was like, ah, oh, jeez. Ah, jeez. Uh, um, do you want to talk about this cast? Yes, I'd love to talk about this cast. I thought everyone did a fucking great job. I loved everybody so much. Uh, everyone was great. Um, but let's talk about... Bah, bah, bah. Jada Pinkett Smith. Hopping in. I didn't know that. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I was like, what the fuck? This yeah. is crazy. But she, she was did great. good. Yeah. I liked her in the old Matrix movies. I liked her in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was fun. Uh, another. I love the Irishman. Have... I really do. I think it's great. I'm glad to see makeup. Hooray yeah. for makeup. Hooray for makeup. <laughs> um,. Another, there's a couple, there's a lot of people in this with three names, such as Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> there is! <laughs> that's a good, that's a good catch, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, should we do I spoilers really like... out the gate, right? Yeah. Alright, so spoilers, if you haven't seen it, go see it. We need more movies like this, even though I didn't like it. Go see it. So we need more movies so like good. this. This movie's so good. Watch it a million times on HBO Max. I mean, the future's coming. I can't help it. But just support this movie. Um, yeah, it's great. I... When he turned out to be, like, the Matrix, the the dude, the yeah. guy, I don't know. Barney just was just in my head. And I like Neil Patrick Harris as an actor. I think yeah. he's great. But there is just this arrogant... And, like, that's the way this character's supposed to be. This arrogant, pompous guy. And I get it. You, can, you But, like, I was just like, ooh, some Barney slipping out. Some Barney is just slipping, <laughs> slipping out, Neil. You need to watch it. Um, I liked him before when he was just the, the therapist to, to Neo. Yeah. I thought he was really... I thought that was great. Like he was so calming. He was trusting, too. When he when Neo yeah. stuck stuck his hand in the mirror and he was like, "This is just a dream. Calm down. Reach my hand." I was like, "Oh, Neo, go with him. I trust yeah. him." Um. But yeah, there was just overall. I still think he was good. I'm not. I don't think it was a bad performance. Just there were some moments where I was like, "This is legend. Wait for it." Dairy? Dairy! Oh, dang. I was going to interrupt you. <laughs> ah. Um, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris was, 
Neil Patrick Harris was, I loved his performance in this. I thought he was great all the way around. Uh, then, then we got uh, Jessica Henwick as Bugs. Ooh. Uh, who, Keeping that Warner Brothers synergy. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, who we might know from uh, The Force Awakens. Who? Who is she? She's in The, in the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens? Uh, let me see. I think she's just like a background. Oh, sort of okay. Start from the bottom now. Yeah. Not like not like background background, but like just not like not main. Daisy Ridley. <laughs> yeah, not Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley or Carrie Fisher. I think the only women in that movie. Yeah. And uh, Peter oh, we also oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, we actually know her from Game of Thrones. Who is she in Game of Thrones? She's uh, Nymeria Sand, one of the one of the sisters. Oh, she is, isn't yeah. she? Uh, and she's an X-Wing pilot in Force Awakens. Oh, uh, I thought she was great in this. I thought yeah. she was really, really good. I liked... Oh, and she's she in... Did. And she's in Iron Fist. Oh, good for, she's good for her. She's killing it. She's just great. Um, yeah, what did you think of her? I really liked her. I thought she was really good. I liked, again, I liked everybody's performance in this. Um, and I thought she was great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she was really good. I would love to see more of her. She could carry a movie. She's very charismatic. Yeah, and she's likable. I'm like, I, I see her. I see her. I like her. Yeah, yeah. It's very true. Uh, speaking of, you see him and you like him. Yahya Abdul Mateen the second. Great. I was very disappointed that Lawrence wasn't in this movie. Very disappointed. Well, Morpheus was killed. Morpheus is dead. He was killed in the Matrix Online, the Matrix MMO. That's not a bit. I know. Oh, I know know. you know. I'm just letting the I'm just letting the audience know. The reason (laughs) Lawrence Fishburne is not in this film, and that Yahya Abdul Mateen is in this film as Morpheus, is because Lawrence Fishburne's Morpheus was killed canonically in the Matrix Online. You know, hey, Lawrence, you know how it would be really fun to have the whole gang back together, but, you know, you were killed online. Yeah. So, we'll bring back Neo and and, and Trinity. You know, we'll bring back the whites, but sorry. I don't know. I'm joking. Hey, hold on. I'm being facetious. Keanu Reeves is not white. (laughs) Oh, that's true. You're right. Yeah. Don't fucking don't come at don't don't come at don't come at me don't come at don't come at Neo he'll fuck you up he'll he throw will. a rocket at he your will. at your face um yeah I I just love Yaya so much he's great he's really fun in this movie yeah. he has a lot of fun I love I love that Neo went yeah Morpheus was the flyest dude I've ever known and then coded that into his program yeah. It's great. It's so funny. <laughs> he was the flyest man I ever knew in my whole life. Real yeah. or fake. Yeah. <laughs> so he's gotta be. So he's gotta be Yaya. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. It's great. I think it's so funny. Oh. Um. 
Yeah, uh, loved Yaya. Uh, also loved Jonathan Groff. Groff Sauce, bringing it hot. Oh my god, I loved him in this movie. I thought he, he was, was great. He's so good. I thought Mindhunter season three win. I can't believe I still haven't seen Mindhunter. Bro, it's so good. And it's my dude, it's my guy. And I yeah. still haven't seen it. And it's Jonathan Groff. I know. Ugh. You I gotta check, check out Mindhunter. Everyone's gotta check out Mindhunter. Mindhunter is so good. I am, yeah. I love Jonathan Groff so much. He's, He's so, good. so good. I just want him. I hope this is I hope this is his decade. I'm gonna call it call it right now. I hope yeah. he owns it. Yeah. Uh I yeah, I loved his uh, yeah, we're in spoilers. When when he was the new Agent Smith, I was like, oh, baby. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Let's go. Yeah, so good. Oh, so where's so Hugo? Good. It's fine. I don't need these people. Hugo leaving is old and doesn't want to do anything anymore. Um, That is, what was the last Hacksaw Ridge? What was the last yeah, like he's he was just, in? He's just chilling. Like, he's not doing much. Was he in, he was in Cloud Atlas. So it's not like they're not friends. Huh. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Cloud Atlas was a decade ago. <laughs> that's true. Uh, and then our, our two leads. Oof. Uh, fellow alum of me, Carrie Ann Moss, uh, and fellow Canadian, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Yeah, great. Slip back into this role. I so loved good. everything that they did with Trinity. I thought that was the oh. best part of the movie. So um, good. They're also they're so hot. They're both they so attractive. hot. It's ridiculous. They they are attractive. They are old. I've been one of these people who are like Keanu Reeves is, has not aged. Good for him. And I watched the Matrix uh, sequels and then turned around and saw this. I was like, oh, he has aged. <laughs> yeah. They're both very good looking. but They're like, so hot. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um, yeah, I loved I loved them. I, I thought that their chemistry like just like flew back. Um, like it was like easy. Like it was just like walking for them Mm -hmm. Um, because they have great chemistry in the original trilogy they have great current chemistry in this and i was just like oh it's so good yeah no i wish we saw more of trinity there was a part of this movie especially when it wrapped up when it ended i was like i wish it was from her perspective i would rather see this drama of this woman unhappy with her life and just like Keanu Reeves walks in and goes, yo, this isn't the world you think it is. And she's like, what? And then she, I just like, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. It felt weird. The movie just felt like it didn't give enough time for Trinity. Again, Carrie Ann Moss, Carrie Ann Moss was great in her performance. Yeah. And so was Keanu Reeves. Um, yeah, but now I'm talking about writing. But, uh... Yeah, well, no, we can... I thought both of them were really good. Yeah, they were great. We can move on to writing. Yeah. This is my biggest problem with the movie. 
Okay. Now, please tell me. Writers? I want to. I'm. I'm so curious as to what all your problems are with this movie because it, it's so good. Uh, it's Lana Wachowski and uh, David Mitchell, um, who uh, is a Wachowski collaborator. Uh, it seems Sensei. they wrote Sensate and uh, Cloud Atlas. Okay. Uh, together. Um, oh, he's the novel. He's a novelist. Oh, okay. Um, he wrote the book for Cloud Atlas and also helped the Wachowskis on the script, it seems. Mm. Potentially, but he's is, he is a writer just on Sense Eight, um, and on this, so they clearly get along. Uh, and then someone named Alexander Hemon, uh, who was also a writer on Sense Eight, it seems. Cool. So yeah. Lana just was like, "Hey, my pals, let's go write a Matrix movie." Yeah, and they did, and it kicked ass. I, so what's your what's your problems? Tell me all your issues. I mean, like the middle of this movie is just to me nothing. Just a lot of well, we have to do this to get this. This is what happened in the past twenty years. Also, Trinity's up here, so we have to save her. How are we gonna save her? So we're gonna have to sneak die. It's just a lot of gobbledy gloop. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of sci-fi gobbledy gloop. And Spider-Man wasn't sci-fi gobbledygook? It was. It was. I don't know. At least it knows it's stupid. I don't know. <laughs> At least Spider-Man knows it's dumb. It doesn't. I so disagree. Um. Also, it's. I really wanted to rewatch this movie before uh, doing the podcast, but... Hey, it's Christmas week, right? Yeah. Um, Because I saw it on Thursday, because I'm also just trying to recall the movie. Um, You tell me what you loved, and I will will go back. What with the writing got you? I really, I really liked the writing. Um, I thought, I thought the story was great. I thought it was so... In, in an era of movies, especially like Spider-Man last week, that is so beholden to its audience that it's like so like, hey, everybody, like we all know what's going on, right? Like we let's all have a good time. This movie just went, hey, have you seen the first three Matrixes anytime recently? No? Well, fuck you. And I'm like, that's, oh, baby. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. Like, it's so good. Uh, like I saw a tweet that was... um someone was like jj abrams writing star wars i'm gonna have my characters make references that only make sense if they've seen star wars and then it was lana wachowski writing matrix 4 my characters have canonically seen the matrix (laughs) which is amazing that was fun that's a fun thing how insane is that like that's so the level of ridiculous that this movie gets to is like so good because it's like like oh it's just so good i i had no idea what this movie was going to be i had no idea i knew like from the trailers and stuff it's clear that like neo and trinity are back in the matrix somehow they survived the end of matrix 3 i don't know what's going on there blah 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 but like something's going on and for this to be what what is going on it's like fucking incredible um 
I just the characters were great. The like the the beginning where it's like, oh, we're just gonna start this the way that Matrix One started, but like more modern. And like, oh, that's not Trinity, but it is Trinity. It's it's not quite Trinity. Uh, and that's Agent Smith, but he's black now. And like, what's happening? Like, what all this stuff and and just all of it coming together to be like this movie is so for Lana Wachowski. Yes, and it's like just calling out all the bullshit, like saying oh the matrix not that deep at the beginning of this movie is fucking hilarious it's mm-hmm. so good and and having this this movie just be about like love in an era where these movies are about nothing at all <laughs> when these reboot quills are are just bullshit like we're just gonna do the same thing as we did before and it's just nothing like they aren't saying anything interesting a lot of Chelsea just goes no love each other <laughs> love is powerful and you should love the people around you. And if you find someone that you care about deeply, like you should do everything you can to be with them in, you know, a healthy way, blah, blah, blah. But of course, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what this, this movie is just about. Like love in all directions for friends, for family, for partners, for, for, people you look up to for old friends you haven't seen in a long time. Like it's all just comes down to these people just love each other. And that's great. I, again, I like the love story between Neo and Trinity. Um, What? I don't think it's, I did not pick up on that at all. The love for everyone, not for the, you know, your friends for the people you look up to. I didn't see that. Where, where did you get that in this script, in the story? In I got that in how Neo misses some aspect of, of his former self so badly that he makes Morpheus. Mm-hmm. That he writes Morpheus. Uh, that, that, uh, and then Morpheus is just like the coolest dude ever because Neo's like, yeah, Morpheus was the coolest dude I ever met. So he has to be the coolest dude I've ever met still, no matter what. Um, Seeing uh, Niobe again. And they're just like, it's been so long. And they're like, they clearly still care about each other. Like, even though Niobe's, you know, a hard ass and she's making sure that like the city that she loves is safe. Doesn't get destroyed. She's still just like, yeah, she's still just like, yeah, but like, I do love Neo and Trinity. Like they were good people, you know, Mm -hmm. Keanu Reeves clearly loves her and, and all the captains like, like loving Niobe uh, when Niobe's like, I need some volunteers uh, and bugs like steps out immediately. And she's like, you don't even know what you're doing. She's just like, I'll do it. I don't care. And then all the other captains like step up and they're just like, yeah, if you say something's important, we're all going to go do it. Cause it's like, yeah, we all love each other. We all want to make sure that we're all safe and happy. And we're all willing to put our lives on the line for that in this like dystopian hellscape. Of that course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the message is still about loving each other. Mm-hmm. Even the, like the catalyst for like the big climactic thing is like, 
Neo wants to just have a coffee date with Trinity. And it all, and like that fight stops when they finally can hold hands and it like explodes. Yes. And that's sick as hell because they love each other so much. It's yes. great. That's awesome. Um, I, for me, just the message of loving each other for me was lost. Yeah. I, for me, there was. I don't know how to phrase this. That's the thing. I just we'll just start rambling and we'll get there eventually. It just it wasn't biting. It like it did it. It was still a Matrix sequel. Like there was a part of me that was like, let's just stay here. Let we don't need to go to the Matrix until the very end. Like we or into the real world, I should say. They're already in the Matrix. Um, it it felt it you feel the fightiness of not making this just another matrix sequel but i feel like it fell into a lot of the same traps that all of these reboot rules fall into okay um, i like for me the meta-ness of this movie was like as biting as deadpool like it was like yeah it was saying all these things about the matrix but then it just becomes the matrix it's just let's do the matrix again I, what do you mean it just does the Matrix again? It's still trying, Neo trying to figure out, is he the one? Can't he stop this evil system from existing? Can't he be the one? It's still that same trope that we saw in the first movie. It's, uh, it's still, it's... I just really, I just really wish we took it from Trinity's standpoint. I feel like that just would have solved a lot of problems that I had. And like, I didn't write this movie. Cool, whatever. I'm sorry. I'm so hot. Can you give me one second? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. You asked me a question, did you not? What did just you? Just how the how same this trash? movie is. It, yeah. It's it's it just still feels like remember like remember when the Merovingian just popped up. Yeah, it was remember great. remember when he just showed up and said, "Hey, remember me," and then left. Yeah. I don't know. I don't need it. I don't need it. There oh, was... but you need but you need Spider Man. But what does Spider Man have to do with anything? It it's just. Like, this movie being so anti-every other reboot quill thing that's happening Mm. is, like, such a breath of fresh air. Just being like, yeah, like, we're only doing this because if we don't do it, someone else is and it's going to be bad. It's great. And just outright saying it and just being like, look, this is The Matrix. We're just going to do it. We're going to do the best that we can. And and I think that they wildly succeeded. And I think they did a fantastic job. But like that first like 30 minutes, like that montage of, of Neo, like in his like loop of days mm-hmm. was like so good. And so like just, yeah, we got to make this movie. Like this is where Hollywood is at. So here we go. Let's like, you know, talk about the fact that like this movie is, is 
talking about is capitalizing on nostalgia and like oh yeah the buzzwords that people think of when they think of the matrix and like it seemed like they just wrote down every meeting that they ever went to with like corporate assholes at warner brothers and they were like that's the movie (laughs) we did it you know what that scene reminded me a lot of and this Mm -hmm. is why i bring up deadpool remember deadpool 2 where cable he's like hey i got a charge to, to bring me back to the future, but it's only one charge, so we have to make sure it works. The Deadpool looks into the camera and says, well, that's lazy writing. I don't know. That's what that feels like to me. It w- Okay, yeah, we we all know this. We all know that the, the Matrix Andrew, was going to happen. Andrew, the thing is, like, like, the general audience of, like, people who are going to go see this movie don't know don't get that don't understand that that is the way things are and that is like this is the, the era that book. we're living in of i like, don't know but like for real like uh, spider-man just made a billion dollars it just make a billion dollars like i want the you cannot have to be open you, but it's the saddest news on earth you cannot sit there and tell me that like the general public of moviegoers understands that this is where movies are at and understands the like weird nostalgia driven era of films that we're in right like not every like even the my roommates don't like this is not the kind of thing that they're like tuned into mm-hmm. we are outliers we see movies every week like we're, we're weird we're the weirdos here <laughs> we're the weird ones right like i talked to i i was at christmas dinner yesterday like my cousin was like oh have you seen spider-man i was like yeah i've seen spider-man um and they were like Oh, what'd you think? And I was like, blah, blah, it's fine. All those things, all these, you know, all my thoughts kind of toned down. Cause it was, you know, Christmas dinner. And I was just like, I how care. old was this cousin? They're there. He's like a couple years younger than me. 23, 24. Oh, okay, cool. I was like, I hope you did shatter some eight year olds. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but then it's he was like, well, where product do- that has stolen. Yeah. But he was like, well, where do you rank it in all the Spider-Man movies? And I was like, I don't fucking care. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it was just like, so those sorts of, like, and, and don't get me wrong. I think, Je- like, my cousin Jezik, he's great. He gets, he's he's very big into art. But he's not, like, as tuned into, like, this level of movie meta-ness that, mm-hmm. that me and you are. And seeing something like this like the matrix resurrections and that beautiful montage at the beginning in an audience like oh man i gotta tell you about this audience oh great the audience that i went to the people behind us were like whispering and talking and like commenting on the movie constantly um and it was really annoying the people in front of us were these like 20 year old douchebags who like anytime it wasn't an action scene they were like on their phones oh no so I'm like, these are the these are the people that don't get it, that don't understand that that is where these where movies are now, and so that the fact that this movie is just like, hey motherfucker, like wake the fuck up, like this is what's happening. This is every meeting that's going on. This was every meeting at, at Marvel before Spider Man came out. This was every meeting before this came out. This was every meeting before any other fucking reboot remake sequel anything this is what's happening this is the corporate bullshit that's going on and it's killing art I, then tell so that here's story. so here is that's a movie about tell love that story or do a love story i don't andrew tell me that fucking, story 
So yes, yes. So right. they say all that, and then they go, "So here's a movie. We did the best we could, and it's about love, and it's about caring about each other, and that's it." Fucking come on, man! <laughs> like that's all this movie is doing, and it's fucking great. And I think it's it's fun and like action packed, and like the scenes are great. The like all the stuff, the weird like zombie horde that happens at the climax of this movie is so cool and so fun. When the people start jumping out of windows to like try and land on the people driving, it's like this is insane. I love every second of it. This is so bonkers. Um. It's just great. It's just so cool. And seeing Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss like jump off a building is great. Because they actually jumped off a building. Like yeah. it was them. It was those two people jumping, jumping off, off a building. A real building. A real ass building. Uh, like how could you... I don't know. It's just like... Uh... Knowing that this movie came out a week after fucking Spider-Man. And I guess that's... Oh, so good. That's my thing. That that it's what... It's tell that story. It's you bring up all these real issues that's happening with art right now. And then it kind of just goes away. Then... Jonathan Groff is Agent Smith and Neil Patrick Harris is the Matrix and we gotta make sure that Trinity is in the then tell me the story and don't just read the, just let's not do another let's get let's get another person away from the agents in the Matrix and take them out and then we'll learn who's the real one let's not do that story again don't sit there and tell me how art is is dying by this corporate monster and then just do the Matrix again. I just really don't think that they're just doing the Matrix again. Um, also, I thought the action scenes were not that great. I liked them. I thought they were fun. I That liked... fight with Neo and Jonathan Groff was fucking sick. <laughs> it was fun. They like know how to shoot action, but... I don't know. It's the Matrix. Even the Matrix sequels, Reloaded and... uh, Revolutions. Revolutions, thank you. They have these very fun and innovative, interesting way to shoot an action movie. And I mean like, hey, they influence culture. Now it's just another fight scene. So, I don't know, I guess... I'm not going to... I'm not going to hold the fact that the that Lana Wachowski directed just another fight scene when she invented how fight scenes are now. I'm not going to be like, Lana, you got to innovate again. Yes, I'm not I gonna, will. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I think she did a great fucking job. This movie was just so good. Like, I, I, it's just so... I really don't get how you think they just are doing The Matrix again. Like, I get the general plot beats, but, like, they're, because of the context of, like, the beginning of the movie and all the all the other stuff that's going on and how, how you've seen how the world has changed and moved on from the original trilogy, like, it's just, it's so... I'm not saying it's so different, but it's not like it's The Force Awakens. It's not. And I'm not, again, as, as much as disappointed as I am, 
it's not that I don't like it. There's a lot of aspects that I like. Like what like to for me to not be cynical. I love that Trinity is the one instead of Neo. I think that's amazing. I think that's really interesting. I like that it's the yin to Neo's yang. They are both the singularities. You cannot have one without the other. Yeah. I love that idea. I think that's a very interesting idea. But for me, it's that aspect of a lot of people believe, see the Matrix. It exists as a game in this universe. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. And it's almost like it's a, it's a world of people who choose the blue pill. And they yeah. don't, re- I feel like they don't explore it. They don't really explore it at all. They mention it. They bring it up at the beginning. We spend 30, 40 minutes with it. And then Neo is unplugged. And then we're just doing a Matrix again. We're just doing the Matrix. But but the the there's like, I think just because the, the whole story is focused on Trinity and getting Trinity out, I don't think that takes away from the fact that like, and like there's a, there's people who call themselves neologists, mm-hmm. which is like so bonkers. But it's like, yeah, this this figure was important. People have studied him, like have studied every detail of his life to see what what went what happened, what went down, all this different stuff. To to know that they're that like when Bugs is like, oh, I saw you j- jump off a building, and it wasn't you, but it was you. And it changed my it changed my life, like that's the sort of stuff where it feels like it's not just doing the Matrix again. Mm-hmm. And do you have anything to say about the directing? Just because I have it here, and we haven't really talked about the directing. I think the oh, action I think, scenes were just, eh. but overall I, the directing was good. I thought Lionel Chesky did a fucking phenomenal job, like. So, so good. So, so, so good. The fact that this movie does what it does when it does and how it does it. I think every scene like really worked just so well. Just all of it, I think, was was this weird. Like, I agree. Okay, here's the thing. I agree. This movie is messy. Yeah. But it's it's a beautiful mess. It's a perfect mess. I think and and I and I I'm much happier to see this beautiful mess of a film that I think wildly succeeds at everything it's trying to do than the picture perfect empty room that Sp- that Spider-Man No Way Home was. Is Spider-Man picture like even in a hollow sense is it picture perfect? <laughs> it's not picture perfect, but let me fucking for for my metaphor, let me <laughs> I will say, I have been saying Norman's on sabbatical like all week. That's a great. Will Defoe. Half the reason. Did you half see the reason I like it the, is Will Defoe? Sure. Did you see that that edit of um when Willem Defoe? Uh, slight spoilers for the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. We all uh, know. When at the very end, when Willem Defoe like fades away, mm-hmm. and then they cut directly to his face going. Oh, as he gets stabbed by his glider in Spider-Man 1. <laughs> Don't tell Harry. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 hilarious. Because like, yeah, that's what happened. If you see it again, please send that to me. That's hilarious. I will. I, I think, yeah, I can find it on Twitter. Um, 
I. You, but you thought talk the direction was fine. Oh yes, I thought the direction yeah. was fine. I think again, there's a lot of interesting things. There's a lot I love, like when Neo or not Neo, when Trinity was floated, it looked real because it was real, yeah. right? Like and the way that these characters, uh, specifically Neo and Trinity, carry on Bosque and uh, and uh, Keanu Reeves, they slip back into that character. I do feel like Lada just slips back into the Matrix. Yeah, uh, I think that's really cool. Um, again, I, my biggest issue—it's not with the direction. With the direction, it feels like a Matrix movie, and that's great for better or for worse. I know we both have problems with the Matrix sequels. Um, yeah, for better or for worse, I think the direction's great. However, again, with the writing. Eh, it almost feels like a Matrix fan film. Sometimes you say things and my brain breaks. I sure, I short circuit. Yeah, <laughs> I made my whole a brain glitch in the like, Matrix for you. Yeah, it just like, what? Huh? Excuse me? What? Huh? Huh? Yeah, I, my biggest problem with this film is the writing and let's get into it because you're right it's entangled like a spider web these let's talk about legacy sequels like okay let's talk about it because what's a good one creed have you seen creed you've seen creed i've seen creed i saw creed and creed i saw creed 2 in theaters yeah creed 2 is indicative of all my problems um yeah but creed rips mad max mad max mad max it's fury road is great This is great. There's been a million. We've done a million of them. There's so many. And even with, let's just use Creed. And I, have you seen Rocky? No. But you know, excuse me. You know Rocky. You know the beats uh, of Rocky. Yes? No? Eh, eh. I, it just feels like to me, I'm just really sick of it. I, I was hoping for just something completely different. Just. And for the first 30, 40 minutes, I got that. I thought them bashing it over your head like, oh, we're making another Matrix. How are we going to do that? What is it going to look like? It got a little old for me, but it was still interesting. I was excited to see where it went. Um. Godzilla. But yet we still have to have the Merovingian look like he escaped Jumanji. Like... Yeah. Why? Because remember that? It's... I don't know. It's... They do interesting things. And for this trans filmmaker to have the lead characters, for lack of a better word, sidekick be the one in this movie and have the end credit song of this movie be the same one from the first movie, but it's sung by a woman. That's pretty cool. That's great. It's something that the the state of cinema needs, but we still have, it's still the problem is these legacy sequels. I think full stop. You're right with Spider-Man. Like, I don't disagree with you. I just, you know, 
Like, probably one of my first words were Spider-Man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's in me. It's in the DNA. How many times have we been walking down the street in New York City, and I look at you and say, do you get Spider-Man existential? Do you ever just wish a man <laughs> in a red-blue suit just would swing by? Like, it's I do me. remember. I do remember many, many times us sitting in, like, any apartment or anywhere, and we just, like, both, like, go... Like one day, one day it'll happen. One day, <laughs> and like it's because they they manipulate my feelings. And Bill Patrick Harris tries to talk about that. Like it's it's my problems with the Matrix sequels. It's like they try to talk about these things, and then it just kind of comes off as trite and dumb. And. And then it's just also, hey, remember when we saved Morpheus? <laughs> I, uh, uh, I'm stuck in a time loop. <laughs> Apparently. It just, I was hoping for something different and I didn't really get it. And it really disappointed me. It really bummed me out too. That was the other thing. The movie kind of just bummed me out. That's so like that's so weird. I left this movie theater like like skipping and I'm dancing. Like I was like doop doo Matrix, Matrix. I'm I'm really glad. I'm happy. But I walked out and I was like, that's the best we can do. <laughs> really? That's it's so this is I'm just kinda baffled by how much Annihilation rule. I I did not see this at the Lincoln Square IMAX. Oh, I'm watching this movie again. Like, right? <laughs> Annihilation rule is real. Sure. So who knows? I might come back and tips and tops and go, and number two is Matrix Resurrection. I don't want to talk about it. And number one, <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, <laughs> That would that would I would be very happy about a part of that joke being true, right? Like, huh. but I also hear what you're saying, and there might just be I might just be I've been telling a rebukal joke for the past year. Um, like maybe I'm just this is Andrew Thomas is just sick of it. It might just be a me thing. Um. I think so, because every other person who's, like, into movies like we are fucking loves this movie, so... Also, stop disrespecting my man's name, Ryan Johnson. Everything that takes a risk is not The Last Jedi. I'm sick of it. That's true. I'm sick That's of it. True. The, Last, the Jedi Last Jedi did take a stand. Like, Disney really, he really said, eat my socks, yeah. Disney. Yeah. He really, this movie, I don't, this movie, really, I, Water Brothers still wins. People still, still buy a ticket to, I, Disney still wins with The Last Jedi, what are you talking they about? They do, they do, but also then they made, they ruined their own Star Wars. Ryan Johnson made Disney ruin their own Star Wars products. That's, that's what, true. that's what Ryan yeah. Johnson did. Yeah, Lana Wachowski isn't going to make Warner Brothers ruin the Matrix. Exactly. 
I wonder what the weekend box office is going to be. I know Spider-Man won, but yeah, I hope it was a lot. Uh, do you have any other points, any other questions, any other thoughts, feelings? Um, I do. I'm trying to figure out. I alluded it, alluded to it earlier, but with we we talk about it. We talked about it when we uh, talked about the Matrix. I highly recommend that episode. Also, I'm well, your friend's um, your friend. I'm sorry he couldn't make it. On the, yeah, on the Michael. Show. He's, Michael. It's just it's busy again. It's Christmas busy times. Yeah. Um, but with. But the Michael Vetch, if you're listening, let me know what you think about Matrix. Please Matrix. let me know. Um, with we we talked about how the first Matrix is a major trans allegory that yeah. for years the whole world didn't see. Yeah. Do you? I mean, they do. She does. But like, what do you see in this movie that comments on that? I would love to hear what you see. On um, that aspect. And if it's nothing, I understand. I get it. It's it's so weird. I saw a t- I saw a tweet after I saw this movie that, that was like, yes, The Matrix Resurrections is about a straight man and a straight woman being in love, but it's also the, one of the queerest love stories I've seen this year. Um, and I I get what they mean. Like, this, this movie does feel um, like different than other love stories and very different than other love stories that are in action movies that are in high budget action things right like because there is there is care and there is tenderness and there is this stuff that like you don't get you know normally in an action movie it's like i'm the macho guy and i'm gonna kiss this woman after i save her life and that and then we're in love forever uh and this movie takes it slow right like it's just like neo is longing from the other side of a coffee shop uh and goes and talks to her and and it's just kind of this weird like oh god like i'm so nervous it's like just the the level of of care put into it feels feels so different than even the the old matrix movies Matrix 2 is one of the horniest movies I've seen in a long time. Yeah. They're fucking every other scene. <laughs> it's wild. Um, but I, I think this movie just does a good job of just... Uh, just like how, uh, you know, the original Matrix was, was subtly... Uh, uh, queer by having like a gender fluid character and, and you know all this different stuff this movie does the same thing niobe has a has a is a is gay like she has a female partner and they don't make a big deal out of it she's just there and it's just like yep cool we don't have to say anything like we don't have to you know it's just there and that and that is the the place that i think uh, is, is in ideal world that's where queer movies uh, queer aspects of movies should should be is just like here it is because people are gay and that's just how it is 
We don't need to make a big fucking million headlines of Disney being like, they put the first queer couple in the the Disney movie. We just don't. It's just like, yep, there it is. Not going to make a big deal out of it. It's just there. Uh, And that's great. Did that make sense? No, that did make sense. sense. Cool. Did that answer your question? (laughs) I mean, yes. No, indeed. Indeed. And also, just to go back to Spider-Man, I think if if when you're like, but Spider-Man did this and you did that, I was expecting that from Spider-Man. I was expecting that. And having Willem Dafoe show up, I guess, is the is the anomaly of what happened. And in this movie, I was hoping that they wouldn't do that. And they kind of did. They kind of did still have the remember aspect of it. I probably said that a million times, but I just that Maybe. was I don't that know was anymore. the the clearest way I could have said it. <laughs> sure, I was just expecting it with Spider Man, and this one I wasn't. And silly me for not expecting it. See, I was expecting Spider Man. I was expecting Spider Man levels of bullshit for this movie, mm-hmm. and I got the opposite, <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> There was a tweet I saw like a few months ago that was, uh, we need more original movies like Matrix 4. And I was like, that's funny. But really, I was hoping this movie would do something. I was hoping that that a Wachowski would wake up another generation. But hey, you can't have too high of expectations. Yeah. Uh... Well, my name is Sam Vanigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. Thanks so much for listening to the final episode of Welcome Back for 2021. Uh, it means the world to us. If you want to continue supporting the show, you can join Lennox Studios over on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Welcome Back Pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah! For as little as five bucks a month, you get a bonus episode every single month, uh, which we have to record in the next couple of days. Um now it's New Year's week. Now it's New Year's yeah. week. Now it's New Year's week. What are we? What are we to do? What um, are we to do? Uh, but uh, yeah, if you want to support us over there, five bucks a month, get a bonus episode every single month. We just kind of goof uh, goof around on those. It's a good time. Uh, if you don't have the money or don't want to give us money because there is still a raging pandemic out there, we totally get it. We also totally don't worse. have any money. Uh, it's just getting worse, baby. Uh, <laughs> Oh, God. Um, so uh, you can follow us on social media at Welcome Back Pod on all the different places. Our link tree uh, is just link tree slash Welcome Back Pod, uh, and that will bring you to everywhere you need to go. And also, listen, it's the New Year's. It's the holiday season. You should be nice all way all all the time during the year, but especially this time of year. And when you're being kind to your friends and family, I know you're with them. Listen to us. We're fun sometimes. We're great yeah. all the time. But we're only fun sometimes. And uh, we're great to listen to. And we have fun conversations, and you can have fun conversations with your friends when you listen to us. So tell your friends. Yes. And make sure you're all listening on different devices. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it'll only help us because you know cha-ching. it'll only help us um cha-ching, yeah uh and uh now mr banigan 
you will need to choose. Should we take the red pill and fall down the rabbit hole or take the blue pill and do Spider-Man for our drunk episode? God, no. I'll take, I'll take a million red pills. Thank you. Thank you one million of them. Goodbye. 